the first case takes the little red book as the starting point. So the focus of it is to introduce the viewer to the little red book, to provide examples of the early editions. We have five of the earliest editions published on display in China, five of the earliest Chinese language editions on display, and also a first edition English language on display as well. And the materials in that case are designed to give people a sense of the overview of the diversity of publication, the, the Little Red Book. We call it the Little Red Book, but more properly, the quotations from Chairman Mao is published in a variety of covers in its early forms. Uh, on display, we have some in red vinyl and some in paper that are red and white. They were also published in blue and green, a variety of um, vinyl colored vinyl covers that we, that we don't have in our collection. Um, but it's a chance to see the way that those books appeared. Uh, we also have in that case a kind of wonderful uh, artifact, which is the quotations from Chairman Mao set to music. Uh, and these recordings are very important because they provide a way for someone, for example, who can't read to hear the quotation that they would then see printed in the book and to use the audio form of the quotation for reinforcement in learning to read. We forget often that children learn, children's literacy is enhanced. We wonder why we learn to sing in school, but part of that is that it teaches us to read and to read out loud and to pronounce words, and no differently um, for the quotations of Chairman Mao as well. In that case, we have some, among my there are several favorites in this case, but the um, there's two small badges, one in the shape of the quotations from Chairman Mao in Chinese and the other in the shape of the quotations from Chairman Mao in English. And they're lovely artifacts because they give us a sense of just how important the book was as a symbol or an icon of literacy or political conformity or knowledge of Chairman Mao's works. They are uh, there are some slight variations in the cover of the Chinese version and the cover of the actual text. The English one is exact. And so we see these miniature replica icons of the book that would have been worn by people on their, um, probably on their chest um, as Mao badges were worn uh, to show people their love of the, of the book. The last item is there's a dictionary in that case that is sublime. And it was made for Red Guards and members of the Chinese army to use to talk to journalists and other foreigners. And it contains a wide range of materials, um, largely written by Mao. Interestingly, it contains his poetry. So we can see that there was, while so many people think of this period as being one of high politics, the fact that the poetry is not only in the book, but in the central part of the book and not in an appendix at the end, indicates that uh, Mao's poetry was central to the to the values um, of revolution that were communicated outwards. Uh, the poet the book also contains quite wonderfully a glossary of current slogans, mm -hmm. and I think that that's that's the other side of the, the the coin, right? We have on the one hand Mao the poet, the side that we don't think of in the Cultural Revolution, and then we have the slogans and also uh, translations of ranks and institutional titles to make sure that journalists and other foreign visitors would understand thoroughly uh, what they were seeing and what they were being told when they were in China.